the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? It's Marriage Monday. We're going to talk about stewardship and balance in marriage. You ready? Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me on my socials. Thanks a lot for hanging out with me today. And of course, on WAVA, the number one most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country. So thanks a lot for hanging out all around the world on WAVA.com. If you want to follow me on social media, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there for all my social media. And if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, an open phone in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. And of course, on Saturdays, we have a special weekend edition, so uh, you can hang out with me then. And of course, if you're uh, not tired of me, which... I'd be tired of me, but if you're not tired of me, guess what? You can still hang out with me on Sundays. Every Sunday I'm preaching and I'm hanging out and leading Bridgeway Community Church, a church I started many years ago in Columbia, Maryland, as well as Owings Mills, Reisterstown, Maryland. So there you have it. Hey, listen, this is a call-in talk show. It is Marriage Monday, and this is uh, the day that we get to talk about marriage, but it's going to be a little different today. You may see uh, on my social media this young lady sitting right next to me. Her name is Chrissy Cotman, and she's going to be interviewing me today about a marriage and later this week as well. And so you're going to hear an interview uh, of me by uh, Chrissy Cotman. Who is she? Well, she is the owner of Forever Cotman Homes. She does podcasts, and she's going to tell you a little bit more about herself after we open in just a word of prayer. But today's topic, stewardship and marriage, balance and marriage. Oftentimes, you wanted to ask me a question, and you just call in and ask me. Well, guess what? Chrissy Cotman's here today, and she's going to be asking those questions for you. Of course, if you do want to write on social media a question or a comment about the interview we're going to host after our commercial break, feel free to do that as well. Just go to at Anderson Speaks on Facebook or on YouTube. But let's do this. Let's open in a word of prayer. I'll introduce Chrissy Cotman to you, and we'll have a conversation that will – you know, she'll be the one doing the interviewing after we come back from the break. But first, let's get to know her just a little bit. But first, let's go to the word. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, waking us up this morning and giving us an opportunity to have the kind of conversations where we can connect about marriage and 
building bridges between people who have made decisions to walk together for the rest of their lives until death do them part. And so, Lord, we commit today's show over to you as well as today's interview. It is in the name of Jesus we pray. Together, everyone said, amen. Amen. And amen. Well, Miss Chrissy Cotman, how in the world are you? Okay, listen, I'm better than I deserve. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's good to be hanging out with you today on yeah. Real Talk. And uh, folk may want to know, who is Chrissy Cotman? Tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, if we're asking what I do, uh, husband and I do own a video production company uh, in the DMV. Uh, we service podcasts, so we do offer that service. We do weddings and events, branding, commercial content, all the things. So Excellent. Um, yeah. How long have you guys been doing that, and you're doing it together? Yes, it, we're going into year five. Year five, that's yeah. great. And so what kind of stuff do you do for the people who are listening and wondering, well, what does all of that mean? What does it actually mean? Video production. Like video production, branding. You know, yeah. when people hear video production, yeah. unless you're in that field, sure, you have no idea. Does that mean that you're behind a camera in a television studio somewhere? Right. Or does it mean, like, you can come do my wedding? Like, what does that mean? Sure. I mean, that means all of the above, mm. I guess, right? So it could mean that we come and do your wedding and we spend 8 to 10 hours with you all day and capture a beautiful day. Uh, or it can mean that we are on set and we are doing um, a commercial for a small business. Uh-huh. Yeah, or yeah, all of the above. So. so clients can be small businesses. They yes. can be individuals. Yes. I suppose they could be churches. Sure. But 100%. when people need a video produced, that's what your company does. It comes in and it can produce a video. That part. Right? Yes. Okay, now and that also means you're, you're shooting of uh, the subjects, whatever they are, but then you have to go back and edit it, right? Yes. Now, what is that process like for those of us who've never edited a thing? Oh, boy. Does it take more time to do the shooting of the event or more time to do the editing of the shooting of the event? Definitely more time for editing. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. More time to edit. And, and now, is that an art, by the way? I think so. I would I would have to say so. Right. There's yeah. a lot involved. Music, it, vibes, uh, staying on part with the brand, uh, you know, mm-hmm. all of the things. Like, yes, it's the editing is so much. But, yeah. How do people tell you what they want and what do you have to do to know what they want is there a conversation story telling listening how does that work to make sure you hit because i assume that most people don't even know what they want yeah they just know they want a video yeah. and they know they had a wedding yeah yeah but do you have to ask particular questions to try to pull out of them what they actually are looking for yeah uh, for sure yeah that's what the uh, consultation calls are for we usually have those first and I try to, to do that to make sure that, one, I understand kind of what they want. If it's a wedding, I understand the vibe of what they want. If it's romantic or if it's moody or if it's whatever that is, mm-hmm. and uncover that on that call. Or if it's a brand, it's a commercial brand. Understand what the uh, important things are within the brand that they want to be conveyed in that video. Mm-hmm. And so doing some research on our part, too. Right? Got it. Right. Yeah. yeah I'm sure you yeah. have to do some research. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Right? Yeah. And um, why did you start this company? You know... I just kind of kicked, jumped, and fell into it. <laughs> Honestly, really? I was a stay-at-home mom with my first daughter, my first child, my daughter. Uh, and I wanted to capture her life, right? That's what happens. You're a new mom. You have a family, a child. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, let me figure out how to learn and you know, learn to work a camera. And I learned how to do that. And my husband was like, hey, you should probably make some money doing that. Huh. And I was like, okay. And then the pandemic happened. Mm. And when the pandemic happened, did that 
hurt the business or help the business? It actually helped the business. Mm -hmm. It was wild. Video content was, everyone was home, businesses were closed, and so video content was needed like heavily in that time. And so that was really like a catalyst for the business, and it, it jumped off, and I was like, oh, we can do this. And how, why would it jump off during COVID? Help me understand that. Yeah, I think because we, again, we were like literally shut down, right? Mm -hmm. So when we were shut down, I think people were on their phones, and that was all they could really do. We could look on TV. We could be on our social medias. And so businesses had to communicate with b people that way. I see. So yeah. then businesses would hire you yes. to capture what they needed to communicate on primarily on social media. Exactly. I understand. Yes. Gotcha. So if there's a company or organization or even a, a person that says, I want my social media to have a good video content. This is this is really what you do at Forever Cotman Films. Yes. Well, if people want to know more about you, they can go to Forever Cotman Films dot com. Yes. They can also go on your social media as well. So check her out. It's uh, Chrissy Cotman, Forever Cotman Films. Her podcast, which you're going to hear later uh, about, is called Doing Life with Intention. As we go to our commercial break, we're going to come back. And when we come back, Mrs. Mrs. Chrissy Cotman is going to interview me about marriage. If you have comments about it, go on our social media at Anderson Speaks. We'll be right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Shebla Digihailu answered in one of her essays like this, I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Shebla Digluhailu, a current Doctor of Philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to ogs.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. If you're anything like me, you see all the division and hostility in the world, and you know that if you just had the right tools, you could make a difference. You could help bring some healing. You could be a bridge builder. Guided by Dr. David Anderson and the Gracism Global Team, I learned how to live and lead by becoming a positive solution in a world that's dealing with such negative problems. I went from feeling overwhelmed to being empowered, from being a bystander to becoming a bridge builder. Dr. Anderson has taken the principles of Gracism around the world, helping corporations, ministries, nonprofits, and government leaders grow in their ability to bridge the deepest divides of color, class, and culture. Through Gracism Global's coaching and certifications, 
you can gain the confidence and skills to bring change right where you are. Whether it's for you or your whole organization, we're here to help you bring the power of Gracism into your life and leadership today. Visit GracismGlobal.com and join us on this transformative journey. We're not just fighting against racism, we're building a world of Gracism. It's Marriage Monday. Call us with your questions about marriage and relationships. Now here's your host, Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Dr. David Anderson, live right here in the nation's capital. Rolling through the DMV, that's D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. So thanks a lot uh, for hanging out with me here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. As we were telling you before the commercial break, we have a special guest. Her name is Mrs. Chrissy Cotman. She is the owner, along with her husband, Forever Cotman Films. She also has a podcast called Doing Life with Intention. And today she's asked if she could interview me about marriage and balance and stewardship. And so what we're going to do right now is we're going to turn the microphone over uh, to Mrs. Chrissy Cotman. Thank you, Dr. Anderson. Appreciate you. Yeah, so we're here here. on your show. And thank you so much for having me for a few. I appreciate that. Um, So, yes, I do have a podcast, my husband and I. It is called Doing Life with Intention. uh, And it's a podcast about stewardship, right? And so we kind of explore with each other, friends, family, experts, about what that means. And sometimes when people think of stewardship, maybe finances come to mind right away. Mm-hmm. Um, however, we we believe the Holy Spirit has given us kind of an idea of stewarding every aspect of life. Mm-hmm. So that is your finances, that is your marriage, that is relationships with your friends and family, your time, uh, your gifts, uh, and all those things. Everything you could think of, how right. can you steward it to the best of your ability? And so... My pastor. Yes, ma'am. You graciously said yes. And so I want to ask you about marriage. Okay. Right? So stewarding marriage, my husband and I have been married for six years. I know you have us, uh, you and Miss Amber, with a whopping 33. Almost. That's right. May of 2024 will make it 33. Yes, see? Can you imagine? Yes, I can. Because that's what the goal is, right? So so I can imagine. And that's the goal. So, So, yes, I felt like no better person than to ask than, of course, my pastor. Mm-hmm. And so here we are. So I want to ask you about that. I know you preached a little bit uh, this week. If you guys missed that, definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. Wonderful message. It's on YouTube. Thank you, ma'am. Um, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, and you mentioned different ways to communicate and kind of fight fair, if you will. Right. Right? Right. Right. And so uh, you did mention in that a portion where you and your wife, when you were first starting your church, Right. And you guys were, were building this church and this vision that God gave you and you have your children and you're trying to figure out what that's like. Mm-hmm. Right. You're trying mm-hmm. to communicate. You're trying to steward this vision that God gave you. You're trying to steward these new babies that you're learning and and trying to figure them out. What in the world? Like, how did you guys do that? Well, you know, it it wasn't easy, but the good news is we were committed to one another <clears throat> and being committed to one another. Divorce was never an option, and we had made an agreement that we'd never use that word. And so when we did use that word one time several years into our marriage, we felt like everything was going to break because it Mm -hmm. meant so much not to use the D word. And so we were really committed to 
sticking it out and staying together. But the first six months were really difficult because mm-hmm. we got married and we started the church at the same time. And I was bringing my wife, Amber, to a location she had never been before. And so I came back to the DMV. I had family and friends here. She knew no one and had no one. Mm. And so part of it was for her uh, a brand new life trying to figure out, I got to be married to this man. I got to live in this area where I don't know anyone. And where is he? Well, Mm. he's out running around networking. Uh, and so she's just kind of left lonely, wondering what in the world's going on here. So that was very difficult because then we would get in arguments and we had to learn how uh, to fight fair, as I talked about yesterday in my sermon, uh, how to handle conflict healthily. You can't find that uh, on on YouTube. But the reality is you kind of pick this up as you go along by making mistakes. Right. But the commitment is what keeps you in the game, that keeps you in the fight. You don't get out of the ring and run to the dressing room. Right. You stay in the ring. You may run to your corners, but you stay in the ring. Love that. I think that's one of the it's it's synonymous, I guess, with one of the best pieces of marital advice that I got. Um, and I want to speak to that, by the way, and ask you a question regarding that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the best pieces of marital advice I got when I first got married was that it doesn't last forever. Mm, and I think, you. yeah, it doesn't last forever. Mm-hmm. And I think the heart behind that was if you stick with it. Right. Mm-hmm. If you stick with it and you are committed um, prayerfully with the right tools, God, right. God's wisdom and all those things right. that you will get through it. Mm-hmm. Right. And and it won't be the same. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that is the goal. Right. At least. Yeah. Um, so uh, with that, another piece of advice that I got, and I'm sure that we all get in relationships and all the things is to communicate. And it's yeah. like, great. What does that mean? Because I don't know if you guys know you guys don't know me. And Pastor, I think you know me a little bit better, but I have no problem communicating. Mm-hmm, I have mm-hmm. no problem talking, saying what's on my mind, yeah. you know, and communicating that outwardly. Um, but my husband said something that was so, I feel like, pivotal in our marriage. And I pride myself on being respectful to my husband because I feel like that's important, mm-hmm, right? And I want mm-hmm. your take on this. Um, but he said to me, you know, we were in an argument and he said, um, you know, li- listen to how you're talking to me. Right. And I, I respect, I'm like, no, I respect, what are you talking about? I respect you. What do you mean? And and I had to realize that in the moment, it wasn't what I was saying, the words. It was how I was speaking to my husband. Right, right, right. Right? And and how I, the you know, my, my body language and my inflections and what I was, what, like how I was saying it. Right. And so, um, again, in speaking to your message this past week, I know you talked about that. Can you give us maybe... Just a small summary of that, like some of yeah. those tools that you gave us this past week, past weekend on how to fight fair. Well, I think it's really important for couples to communicate what they are feeling, but mm. oftentimes what happens is we react, and so we can either fight cold, which may have been more of Amber's mo meaning being silent right so the silent treatment right even though people who are silent don't always think it's the silent treatment they're just silent right and they may so they may be an introvert or they may be an extrovert that gets shut down and they don't want to say what's really inside of their mind right and so that silence then creates an atmosphere where the other person is now filling in the blanks. Mm. And they're filling in a narrative that may not even be the narrative 
that is in the mind of the person being silent. Right. Now, the person being silent may be silent for a couple of reasons. One, they're processing. Mm. And that was Amber. Amber was processing uh, what she was feeling. Uh, and so, but for me being the talker and more loud and having a personality that wants to get to the bottom yeah, of it. Yeah, let's figure this thing out. Yeah. yeah. Right. Let's, if we're going to, if we're going to wrestle, let's go ahead and wrestle. Let's right. do it now. It's no fun wrestling with somebody that doesn't want to wrestle. That's not going to wrestle back. What right. are we doing? And so, right. you know, you just got to sit there while they just kind of lay around. And, yeah. and so now you got to kind of lay around. But while you're kind of laying around, you're thinking about what they're thinking. And then you're like, well, there's no reason to be here. So I might as well just get up and leave the ring. Mm. You know, if you don't want to wrestle, you don't want to talk. You don't yeah. want to communicate while I'll just leave. That was my problem. I did the walkout thing. Mm. And so while she did the freeze out thing, I did the walkout thing. And so what we had to learn, I had to learn, and this is really on me. I had to learn that walking out was interpreted by my wife as abandonment. That's so like, good. I'm leaving. Yeah. And I don't know when he's coming oh, back. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And I've been abandoned so much in my life. Mm. This is just following the narrative of what I've always experienced. Mm. Right. For me, I've never really been abandoned. You know, my parents were always there. My family was always there. Sure. I mean, I may have been betrayed, but never abandoned. Sure. And so I never translate anything into abandonment, maybe betrayal, but not abandonment. Sure, sure. So it never communicated to me by walking out. I knew I was coming back. But I didn't realize that she needed to hear that I'm coming back. Right. So I learned that there's a difference between walking out and walking away. And so I now That's know good. I can walk away without walking out. And what that communicates is I'm still here. Yeah. We're just not in the same room right now. I need to let you process or whatever. We'll come back to the middle of the ring and wrestle again. But I'm just going to the corner. Yeah. Makes Need sense. some water. It totally makes sense yeah. once I realized that. And then she helped me realize that. Yeah. And what I helped her realize is your silence is deadly. I need you to tell me something. So what she learned, and we learned through counseling, is I need to not walk out and just walk away. And what she learned is that she needs to speak up and tell me, right. I'm processing this. Sure. I don't have anything to say right now, but we'll talk tomorrow at noon. Shh, there you go. And all I, all Ooh, I needed was to hear stamp. that. That's good. I like that We're going to talk tomorrow or Doesn't whatever. I'm good now. I can I can go on about my business yeah, now because I know peacefully. now right, right, that right. she is processing it and that, that she just needs time right. to process it. But you got to right. communicate to your partner that you are processing it yes. as opposed to you're freezing them out right. and you're never going to thaw And this doesn't out. matter to me, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I got that one. I'm taking all of those. Uh, my pockets are full. My pockets are full. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that's good. I, I love that. And I hope that blessed somebody else too. Mm -hmm. It was just blessed me. Yeah. So, uh, so that part is great. And I think we all are still working on that. And I'm still working on it. Mm -hmm. We're only six mm -hmm. years in. Okay. So we, we got process yeah. to happen. Yeah. Uh, but I did want to ask you guys about the kids part. Okay. Because as you know, I have two babies. How old are they? My daughter's four, new four, mm -hmm. and my son is one. Okay. And uh, and we are done. You know. Okay. Uh, yes, Amen. And so that is a whole new normal. Like one was a new normal, but like two is a whole new normal. Mm -hmm. So we have the kids. We have our marriage. We have our business, and it's a lot. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I know you guys had and have, um, maybe, you know, I know it's changed, but. In the same uh, age 
uh, span. Yeah. So we had our first one. Yeah. And then three years later, we had our second one. Oh, okay. And then two years later, we had our third oh, one. Oh, so that same like that, just like mm-hmm. that. Look mm-hmm. at that. So, um, you know, in a couple of years, maybe number three will be coming No, in. no, no sir. Oh, okay. Respectfully. Okay, gotcha. No, sir. Uh-huh. Respectfully. Yeah, I heard yes, that. thank I've heard you. A lot of people say no. And amen. We listen. Amen. <laughs> it is finished. Amen. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh, but uh-huh. speaking to that specifically mm-hmm. um, with the two that we have, I think we're trying to figure out um, and, and praying about it and doing different things to kind of figure out what that looks like. But what did you guys do like to to make that season work? <laughs> you know, it's a lot. Well, the good word that you used is the word season mm. and they keep changing mm-hmm. and you got to hang in there from season to season. Because when they're infants, you're partnering in a certain way with one child, you know. But when you do have a second child, then that one child is feeling a bit jealous of that new baby that's sure. coming. So you have to not just think about the relationship you have with your partner, but the relationship you have with the first child yeah. who now is a little bit jealous, even though they may not know that term jealousy. And so, uh, but it is a season and you have to continue to shift uh, the way you work as partners and the health of the children and also the the work and the finances all that plays a huge role so when we get back let's talk about how finances plays a role in the hell raising children we'll be right back Attention taxpayers, if you or your business owe the IRS back taxes or have years of unfiled tax returns, the IRS has greenlighted billions of dollars in tax relief to those facing financial hardship through its tax relief initiatives. If you have a delinquent tax problem and possibly facing wage garnishment, liens, levies, audits, or already in a payment plan, you may now qualify for significant relief. Qualifying and enrolling in this program could stop all collections, settle your tax problem, and may even reduce what you owe by up to 99%. 99%. Call the hotline at Tax Help USA to see if you qualify and receive your free tax assessment by dialing 800-419-0017. If you or your business owe back taxes to the IRS or state, you can now get the help that you need during these hard economic times. Get your free tax assessment to see what you qualify for by dialing 800-419-0017. 800-419-0017. That's 800-419-0017. This decade is looking like the worst one to retire or be retired in. For more than 30 years, Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch has been helping Americans invest, protect, and grow their assets. Subscribe to Retirement Watch and you'll get three months of Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch newsletter, five model portfolios, five free reports covering issues like estate planning and annuities to help you protect your money from the government and grow your nest egg, all for just $19.95. Sign up today at yourretirementwatch.com, yourretirementwatch.com. Every day is a miracle, ordained and planned by God. Written in His book before it even happens. Your station for life, 105.1 FM, WAVA. Grace to you with John MacArthur is heard Monday through Friday at 9 on Life-Changing Talk Radio, WAVA. Leading the way with Michael Youssef. Weekday mornings at 11 on Life-Changing Talk Radio, WAVA. Donald Trump's indictment proves that sitting America is not going to be easy. There are entrenched powers that are fighting this with everything they've got. They want to keep control over the country, the narrative, and the nation's money supply. 
Hi, I'm Lance Wall now. I'm a news analyst, a Christian author, and evangelical leader. I speak to millions of people every week, people just like you. You see, what the elites are doing is using inflation and government handouts and now central bank digital currencies to determine how they're going to control America. And that's why I recommend all Christians start a gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. Because physical precious metals are one of the few ways you can maintain control over your own savings. To get a free info kit on gold IRAs, text the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and you'll see why a gold IRA can help you. There are no strings attached. Text the word FAITH to 989898 and you're going to be blessed by taking action right now. champion Jonathan Ogden and you're listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And thank you Jonathan Ogden. Thanks to all of you who are listening on WAVA 105.1 FM uh, right out of Arlington, Virginia covering all of the DMV. For those of you on social media, thanks a lot. I'm waving at you here and uh, welcome to the second half of the show. If you're just joining us, it's Marriage Monday and I have a special guest who I'm not interviewing. She's interviewing me on marriage for her podcast, Doing Life with Intention. You can find that podcast on Spotify, Apple, or YouTube, forevercotmanfilms.com. If you want to check her out, forevercotmanfilms.com. That's named after she and her husband, Forever Cotman Films. Check them out. Now, Chrissy Cotman is with me, and she's interviewing me on marriage, interviewing me on stewardship. That's what we've been talking about the first half of the marriage. And so now we're going to throw it right back to Mrs. Cotman for her interview of me regarding marriage. Oh, that intro never gets old. <laughs> I love that so much. So yeah, finances, dear God, right? Was it a four letter word in everybody's house? Mm. I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, so finances. Yeah. How did you and Mr. Number do that? You know, my husband and I are full time right. in business together. And um, that was different. My husband was in corporate for years. Mm. So it just, it's different now. It's a different normal. And we're trying to figure out what that looks like. So you guys were building a church. Building a church. Right? Right. It wasn't built yet. Right. Which means the money wasn't coming in. This is true. That's the key part. This is true. Um, So how did that work? What was that dynamic like? two years were really difficult. Um, We got in arguments in the first six months because... We really didn't have jobs, or let me put it like this. I thought I had a great creative idea. My great creative idea was that we would live in a group home where we would have free food and free shelter, and then Amber, who was in that field of job coaching, could be like the mother of the house to take care of the intellectually challenged adults. Well, it sounds good on paper. It wasn't good maritally um, because she had four adult women who were um, mentally disabled and wheelchair bound. And we had a small room in this house. And so with thin walls and we were newlyweds. So it wasn't great. I'm planting the church. So I'm going to Columbia mall and the Howard County area, trying to build relationships and find people who might want to start a church with me, but it wasn't bringing in any income. And our joke is when she says, what did you do all day? I said, I'm net, I've been networking. And of course she says, well, your net work is not bringing in any net worth and we have to pay the bills. 
And so our argument was, uh, if I go get a job, then I won't be able to church plant. Her argument was, if you don't get a job, we're not going to have money and you're not going to have me. This is really, really stressful. And the problem on top of it was we were living in this group home. So if we left the group home, we would then have rent to pay, which we didn't have. We didn't have to buy groceries, which we didn't have to do. So we're kind of caught in a bad situation, and it was me that put us there. Mm. So, you know, I had to repent before the Lord and realize that I wasn't handling my household the way I really needed to, and I was hiding behind the vision. I shouldn't say hiding behind. I truly believe that God wanted this vision to come to pass, and I didn't understand why God wasn't providing for it. And so, but God is good. He humbled me, and I went out and I got a job, a part-time job of being a telephone marketer. And so I worked with Craftmatic Adjustable Bed Company. I'd call people during the dinner hour to convince them that they had a back problem so that they would meet with our people who were in the neighborhood, uh, and they'll be there in your neighborhood between 10 and 2. What time would be best for you, sir? 10 a.m. or 2 p.m.? And we do, you'd go wild. through about 10 no's, and you get to the 11th one, and it was a yes. You booked that appointment, and that's how we made money. And so I ended up, only by God's grace, becoming one of the top salespeople in the company. And I ended up uh, leading several people to the Lord, including my boss and my boss's boss, who was the owner of the company. As a result, they became the shoulders upon which we built the church. That is wild. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Yep. So at least... I got a job. Like, yes. I mean, it starts really, really practically. Like, you got to get a job. You have to bring in some money. The stress of not having money yeah. uh, can really wear on a relationship. And by the way, if you do have money, then it gives you options. And those options are what you can do with these young kids. Because, you know, you have to think of all the free things you can do with young kids. You have to uh, say, can I take them to the mall? That's free. Can I take them to the park? That's free. Sure. And so you're thinking about all the free things that you can do. When you have money, a little bit of money, you have more options. For instance, you can pay someone to keep your kids once a week, right? You can uh, pay to take the kids to places like Chuck E. Cheese's or places that may cost a little bit of money. But if you don't have that money, you're always trying to figure out how to work that out. And so just having a paycheck can change the options that you have when it comes to uh, raising your children. Now, I did have Mondays off, and so Amber was also, of course, working. But when we left within six months of that group home, we had to then find a place to live, and we both had to find these jobs. And the Lord was very, very gracious to us by providing us a place to live and finally a job. So when that money was coming in, my days off on Mondays was the day that I'd keep the kids. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's it. So anyway, hey, listen, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk some more about this. We're with uh, Chrissy Cotman, and we're talking about marriage, specifically mine. What about yours? I hope you guys are learning something, and we'll be right Do you know someone that needs encouragement? 
Dr. David Anderson has compiled his sermon series, Be Encouraged, into a book which will be sure to encourage yourself and others. For a donation in any amount, we'll send you a signed copy of the book. To make your donation, visit andersonspeaks.com, click on the donate button, and we'll send you your copy today. Have you ever listened to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays? Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I've got Mr. Andrew Altman on the line. He's the owner of Best Buy Waterproofing. How in the world are you, Mr. Altman? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm alive and grateful. What products do you offer besides waterproofing? And the reason I ask you that, Mr. Altman, is because I know that when I needed, uh, you know, all the water in my backyard that was running like a river, I needed it drained, and you were able to put a drain there so we don't have a river in the backyard anymore. It sounds like you do more than just waterproofing in the basement. Yes, we do a lot more. We offer roofing, siding, basement remodeling, crawl space encapsulation, kitchen and bath, mold remediation, crack injections, and stamped concrete. Also, porches like we just did for you. Let me ask you about the financing. If somebody wanted to finance uh, the work that needs to be done, whether it's a screened-in porch, one that we have, which is wonderful, or whether it's uh, they got to get a new roof, everybody doesn't have a lot of money to do it. Do you have a way of helping people? We offer all types of financing. We finance everyone. It doesn't matter what their credit is. We're here to help everyone. We have no payments for 12 to 18 months. We have zero financing. We have low monthly payments. We finance everybody regarding their credit. We're here for everyone. That's bestbuywaterproofing.com, where if people want to call you directly, they can call you at 844-980-3707. Thank you for your partnership, Mr. Andrew Altman, with Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Thank you very much. We are so grateful. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you? So glad you've been hanging out with me today. I've been... Uh, having a good time hanging out with uh, Chrissy Cotman. She's been interviewing me on my marriage. It is Marriage Monday. Hopefully you're learn, learning something along the way. If you do have questions, even though we're not taking your phone calls, feel free to shoot me a question on my social media at Anderson Speaks. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to know more about uh, Chrissy Cotman, she and her husband run a film production business, and you might want uh, to uh, capture something in your life, your family reunion, your wedding, something with your business. Well, you know what? Check her out. Forever Cotman, C-O-T-T-M-A-N, films.com. Forever Cotman Films, F-C-F. Got it? Forever Cotman Films.com. 
Um, hit her on social media as well. Let her know what you think about the interview. And, of course, when the podcast is going to come out, we'll let you know about that as well. Her podcast is on Spotify, Apple, YouTube. It's called Doing Life with Intention. Chrissy Cotman, thanks a lot for hanging out with me today. How you doing? I am doing wonderful. Yeah, how's Thank the interview going? It's going great, yeah. I think. What right? other questions do you have for your pastor so about marriage? you mentioned <laughs> something last segment. Okay. You said that, you know, there was a day of the week where you were having the kids and Miss Amber would go and do whatever it was that she was doing. Mm -hmm. And so I'd love to discuss that for a bit because I am in, I will say, video production is a very much male-dominated Niche, yes, mm -hmm. industry. So I will say that I, I get asked often because I am a woman, um, and they people do know that I have kids. They'll say, "Where are your kids?" And I'll say, "They're with their father." Mm -hmm. And they say, "Oh, you, you were like that's cool. Like you know, you, he knows what to do, especially when they were infants. He knows what to do. Like he's he's good." And I'm like, "Yes, mm -hmm. he's their father. We parent together." And so there's this whole idea of default parenting, um, and also. I think somewhat of a lack of, I guess, maybe male figures or fathers mm -hmm. being as into it with the children uh, as the mothers are or whatever yeah. that looks like for the family. Yeah. Every family is different. Right. However, how did that work with you and Miss Amber? Well, again, every Monday, that was my day off from church work. I kept the kids while she worked or did whatever she wanted to do. But I don't want to paint a picture like I was always there with the kids. I would say Amber was there with the kids 95% of the time. And my little one day out of uh, seven days uh, doesn't even compare to the hard work that she put in raising them. And then when I would travel and do ministry, uh, she was always the one truly doing the heavy lifting. So I think my heavy lifting was providing the resources. As I had a job, I had a salary, I built a, as an entrepreneur, you know, church is a business people like to say church is not a business it is um it's the father's business and uh you can say it's not a business we we know it's a body we know it's a living organism but it's also an organization yeah and you cannot run a church uh if you're going to grow without it having a business aspect to it hr is a real thing taxes are a real thing 100%. paychecks are a real thing so you can't act like well it's not a business well some churches run like they're not and they're going to be in in trouble with the irs but the bottom line <laughs> is you know i was growing uh, a small uh, multi-level enterprise the good news is it provided us with resources that we needed in order to grow as well so that was my contribution now she worked for the first 10 years uh, and then she didn't work for the next 15. Uh, and then once the kids were grown, she decided to go back to work, sometimes full-time, sometimes part-time. But the cool thing is Amber can do kind of what she wants to do yeah. because I built a life with her. I couldn't have done it without her, but right. I, I did what I was called to do. Everyone's not going to agree with what I'm about to say. I believe the mission comes first, then the mate. So when you go back to Genesis, it's the master, the mission, the mate. That's the order. Now, in today's generation, it's probably different the way people look at it. But that's the way I look at it. The master, the mission, the mate. And so the master, who's God, gave me the vision and the mission before I ever met Amber. And so when Amber came into my life, she had to make a decision. Am I going to be on mission with him? Mm. Right. And then she had her own mission, too. 
but she had to make a decision. Am I going to bring my mission up under his mission? Mm. And if she does, that's called submission. Come on. That's a whole other word in people's houses, too. True. I have no issue with the word submission. None. Yeah, yeah. However, some people do. Some people do. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people do, actually. Yeah. And yeah. Amber's never had a problem uh, with with that. Um, it's just, again, submission's a funny word because uh, sometimes we think it means that a woman cannot assert herself. Yeah, that's such an interesting thought. That's not what it means to me. Right. (laughs) But for a lot of people, it it means that she can't be fully herself and she Mm -hmm. has to uh, somehow uh, allow the husband to make make all the decisions. But it's 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 different. It's different than that. And being the leader of the household doesn't mean you're the dominating force. Sure. Means you are the one who is creating the environment where she can uh uh, domesticate. Yeah. And so when it says take dominion, that word dome has several different kind of aspects to it. And domesticate can be a part of dominion, can create an environment like the Garden of Eden where you are having dominion, domesticating it in such a way that people can flourish and live. Yeah. And I feel like I've done that for my household. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a very loving home, not just Amber and I, but our kids. They love us. They travel to see us. They're always home, even though they're grown adults. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, my son, I just took him to the airport yesterday. He was home for three or four days. My other son, he was home for a few weeks. Then he left to go to Brazil. He comes home tomorrow. He'll be home for another month. My daughter lives with us. I mean, we always, we, we, we don't really have this empty nest because it's full of kids who love to come home. Yeah. And uh, my oldest kid taught us all how to play spades. Oh, I have to learn that. I have to learn that. Yeah. I, I feel like, like a black card my, game. I know. You didn't have to remind well, me here's that the, the thing, black I didn't card know how to play was invoked. It. I didn't know how to play it, but Isaiah came and he taught us. He taught. So yeah. the four of us, because Luke is away, the four of us learned how to play spades. Oh, so Miss Amber played it all too. night. Oh, she didn't want to. Oh, my but God. But she learned. That is hilarious. And guess what? You play teams, right? It's four people. Oh, is so it? Okay. So Amber and I were a team. Okay. And uh, Isaiah and, and, and Asia were a mm-hmm. team. And we learned how to play, and, and me and Amber are doing pretty well. I, I'm wow. not sure who won, but I have you know, to learn that. You have one. to look into the history books to find mm. out who won. I'm sure I could find that. Let me call Miss Amber. Right, and ask. right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's dope. And I think at the end of the day, like we said before, it's about what works in every family. Every right. family is different, it's built right. differently. And I think that submission, um, the honoring of your husband, honoring the vision that God gave your husband, right, 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 right. man. That that is a game changer, especially a game changer for older women, uh, mm-hmm. older single women who have built their life, built their finances, have their own homes. You know, they have to ask themselves the question: Am I really willing to submit to another sure, man? Sure, sure. And a lot of them aren't. Right. And that's not a bad thing. Yeah. I think it's a question that we must all ask ourselves. And there is a certain age where women are are saying, "You know what? I'm not really. I built my life. I don't want to have a companion. I want to have somebody I can have company with." But I really don't want to submit my my life to another man. Yeah. And I think we got to give room room sure. for that because sure. you know you got your education, you built your life, and you know you want a companion, but you may not necessarily want to say, you know what, I want to submit my mission to the mission of another man. Sure. And I think that that's a conversation worth having. Yeah, definitely honor that well. for sure. Absolutely. Okay, well, listen, when we get back, we'll give some closing thoughts, and then uh, we'll land this plane. This is real talk with Dr. David Anderson and. Chrissy Cotman.
Get ready for an unforgettable night of laughter with the hilarious comedy of Jeff Allen. Teenagers. But I believe personally teenagers are God's revenge on mankind. Don't miss your chance to see Jeff Allen's Are We There Yet? comedy tour when it makes its stop in the DMV. One day God was looking down over his creation and just said, let's see how they like it to create someone of their own image who denies their existence. WAVA presents Jeff Allen, Saturday, December 9th at Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. I have read the Bible more than once, cover to cover, and it never says how old the devil was when he rejected God's authority. My guest, 16. Save $10 per ticket by going to WAVA.com right now to secure your seats. Devil got his driver's license and drove to Georgia. That's all I know. Don't miss comedian Jeff Allen, Saturday, December 9th at Grace Church. Get your tickets now at WAVA.com. That's WAVA.com. The gospel of Jesus Christ reveals the judgment and the wrath of God that is coming upon those who refuse to accept God's only remedy for guilt, and they hate that. From Leading the Way, Dr. Michael Youssef. The gospel of Jesus Christ announces that man, no matter how brilliant he or she may be, they cannot save themselves. And oh, the natural man says, I'm the captain of my ship and the master of my life. And they hate that. The gospel of Jesus Christ announces that it is only, only, only through the cross of Christ that anyone can be forgiven and receive eternal life. And the natural man refuses to accept that. Ready to start your faith journey with Jesus? Tell Dr. Michael Yusuf today. Visit ltw.org slash Jesus. If God is sovereign, why does He call us to share the message of salvation with the lost? Man's responsibility to obey the call of evangelism and God's sovereignty are not contradictory. Join us for the Eastern Shore Reformed Conference at Grace Community Church in Chestertown, Maryland, as we explore evangelism and the sovereignty of God, November 3rd and 4th. Visit AllianceNet.org forward slash events to learn more or call 800-488-1888. It's okay to look for help when you're feeling sad or hopeless or having thoughts of dying or disappearing completely, but you're not alone. These could be signs of suicide. It's okay to know the signs and talk to a trusted adult and really okay to ask for help. Suicide can be prevented. Visit NoTalkAsk.org. Brought to you by the Virginia Department of Criminal Justice Services, Virginia Center for School and Campus Safety. Chrissy Cotton, she's been asking me questions about uh, marriage, specifically my marriage and how it goes, has been going with me and Amber, growing up with kids together and being together for over three decades now. It's not perfect, but uh, we always say, uh, you know, I know you're not perfect, but you're perfect for me. So that's always so kind of sweet and romantic, isn't it? But she still tells me to take out the trash. So there it is. (laughs) Chrissy Cotman, how's the interview been? And what is your final thought or question as we land today's show, Landing the Plane? Yes, I think it's been great. And I'm just so glad I'm going to be here. I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, I think our listeners on the podcast will appreciate it. And I'm sure your listeners are appreciating it too. So I guess to land the plane, if you will, Dr. Anderson, 
I would say for a millennial, I'm millennial. I am a millennial. Mm-hmm. My husband is an elder millennial, as he would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we are married six years. We have two beautiful children. Uh, we have a business that we love and that we are doing our best to steward and a now new podcast. What would be your advice for someone, for a couple in that similar predicament? And not exactly, just juggling life, yeah. business, responsibilities. Uh, what would you say, what would you give, I guess, as far as some advice for that? That's a good question. And balance is sometimes an elusive goal. Mm. And so I'd rather think about things in in seasons than trying to think about things in balance. Uh, because the reality is not a lot of life is balance. Uh, and so now one of the things that the Lord does for us is he gives us a seven-day uh, clock, if you will, and he takes one-seventh of that seven-day week for an opportunity for us to reset right and so um seven is a very important number in the scriptures so that's completion right it's completion every seven years uh you know you've got the jubilee uh so seven's a pretty big number forgiveness seven times seven so anyway look at one seventh when you're thinking of time and seasons instead of looking at how can i balance this so what season are we in and then what what time season are we going to reset is our reset going to be <clears throat> is our reset going to be this summer is our reset going to be the holidays is our reset going to be the spring when's our family reset going to be this year and start looking at uh sort of the idea of resetting so you can run again hard you know there's really no balance when it comes to when it comes to sprinting a race or mm. uh, you know for for accountants they don't think about balance. They think about seasons. They know that between this se- this month and this month, it's just going to be a heavy season. Football players know between this month and this month, it's going to be a heavy season. Baseball players know between this month and this month, it's going to be a heavy season. Couples need to know between this time and this time, I'm going to be traveling a lot. Between this time and this time, we're having babies. Uh, you know, this time and this time, I have hormonal issues. And so... Think about it more, again, this is just my opinion, think about it more in seasons, and then how do you adjust to those seasons in order to make that season a win? Mm. So I, I don't know if that's helpful, but there you have it. Yeah, I love that. I think it goes back to, and again, that good piece of advice I got, my good auntie, she said, nothing lasts forever. There you it's go. It's a season. So thank well, you. thanks for hanging out uh, with yeah, me. It's good sure. to have you here. And Lord Jesus, as we close today's show, we pray that we can all learn about marriage, about family, about finances and stewardship. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity we had to have this communication today. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Help your children. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.